Welcome to our show. Today's guest is Katja Stefaniak. She's originally from Germany, living in Spain for many years now. She's somebody who I've done some very uh, amazing yoga workshops with. Together, we've done them as students. And she's also somebody that is um, practicing something called theta healing, which I've actually experienced with her many times over the past years. And I'd love to present this to you and give you uh, our viewers an idea of what theta healing is and a little bit more about Katya. So let's bring her in. Welcome to our show, Katya. Hello, Amy. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> nice to see you. Yes, it's great to have you with us. And I, uh, I introduced you and let people know that you're a yoga teacher and also somebody who does theta healing. So why don't you uh, just introduce yourself and also let us know a little bit about how you discovered theta healing. Um, I'm a German living in Spain. And I found my way to yoga, actually, uh, this was before Titanians, it all comes together. Because I was depressed, I felt anxious, I wasn't happy with my life, I had the perfect life, perfect husband, had a nice house, I had a swimming pool, I lived near the beach, and I was totally sad about everything. And I thought, this can't be true. And I walked in into a yoga class, and when I walked out, I knew this, this will be my way. I, I want to become a yoga teacher. I knew it from the first class. I did yoga for two, two years, more or less. And then I said, oh, mm, I became a yoga teacher. And then I found Anna Forrest. That's where we met in her training. And she was totally different than any other yoga teacher in the world, in the universe maybe. Because she's working with energy. She's helping us to heal. She's guiding our breath into our numbed out body parts, numbed out feelings, and into anger, into fear, and to find out what's behind it. And during this training, I, I found this energy that she evoked because she does a ceremony when she comes into the room, invoking the four elements, uh, animals and whatever and I thought yeah it's so beautiful it's so nice I was staring at her she said keep your eyes closed but I had my eyes open I had to look at her I thought, oh, she's amazing how beautiful and I felt all this energy coming up and it was totally new for me but, but it was like um, watching television you know but after the training I felt there was something moving in me and it's not only a ceremony and not only talking about um, the elements, not only talking about fire, and it was really doing something inside, and I didn't know what to do after the training, because I came to a place where I understood I am fearful, I, I may have a lack of self-esteem, or whatever's going on, but what to do now? And so I started to investigate on energy, I became a Reiki practitioner, I did two-level Reiki, and I read a lot of books I made a lot of courses and uh, the last course I did was Theta Healing um, which for me was the most um, important one the most the the, uh, the course that most gave to me or explained to me maybe I had always questions after any course I took and these were the answers to my questions about what's going on in this energetic world What's yeah. going on in this, this, what is invisible around us? 
but we feel something because you cannot deny if you walk into a room, you feel the energy. People talk, spiritual people talk about energy and, and sometimes it's blah, blah, blah. But if you feel energy um, or not, or if you deny it, if you walk into a room where there was a conflict or there was argumentation going on, you will feel this. You will feel that stuck in your stomach or you will feel it in your throat. And this is the energy and we are affected by this energy. And why is that happening? And what can we do about it? That was my power, that is still my path. It's my hobby, it's my work. It's my work getting people doing yoga, finding out what's going on in my body, what went wrong in my life. So my yoga is only for courageous people. Yeah, and I just wanna <laughs> add that like, just, yeah, so people out there know, it's kind of like going back to forest yoga or anyone that does any type of body work or anybody who maybe has done therapy with a psychologist even you become curious about who you are and you decide, I want to face this because I'm not happy or I'm always anxious or my life never works. There's always something blocking me. And all these type of ways to find out about yourself really get to that core. And I felt that, I feel personally that when you get to those core issues of yourself, like our shadow sides, feeling like that core shadow belief, like I'm unlovable, I'm not worthy. Um, yes. I'm always rejected and you get to that really deep level um, and you want to work on it. I feel that that's when for me personally, a psychologist is not going to be, is not going to cut it. You don't want an analysis of your parents. You don't want just a mental type of thing done. You want globally something to go deep into your being. And I find that when I went to you, I was ready because I had realized, wow. Or when I went to forest yoga, I had had those feelings like, I don't love myself. What do I do with that now? Mm, right. It's scary when you realize that, like, not that you feel sorry for yourself, like poor me, I don't love myself. It's like, yeah. wow, this is big. And so the whole thing about energy also, when people have a hard time saying, well, I only see what I believe, you know, I don't believe. Yes, I understand that. Yes. I think that one way we can help people, maybe some of our viewers who don't, who think it's weird. I think if you look at the animal kingdom, right? You look at dogs, um, they pick up on energy. If you're insecure, right. they'll take advantage of it. If you're nervous, they'll be nervous. Um, they pick up on tension in your house. Everyone always that works with horses will tell you like the horse senses your fear. These aren't made up things. It's just that if our human eye doesn't see it sometimes, but we all, especially as children, all of us as children can go back in time and be like, I remember this moment where I felt so nervous. I knew something bad was going to happen or whatever the story is. And that was based on feelings and energy, yes. right? Right, right. And what I find interesting, of course, there's always this moment when somebody says, I don't believe in what I don't see, what I can't touch. Actually, there's a lot of healing around us. We can touch and we can see. And I'm not talking about angels. I'm not talking about uh, things other people say, well, there's this and that. Um, you can believe this or not, but you can touch a tree. You can touch the earth. You can feel the air. You can take a bath in the sea, which is so healing, the salt water. And you know how it is when you go into the mountains, you have a walk in the mountains, you have a walk in the forest. This is so healing. You feel so good when you come back. 
this is something you really get. There's an energy you get that is cleaning you. Yeah. And you, nobody can deny this. And you can touch the tree. I mean, this, this is really um, very modern in Germany to go into the forest to hug trees. And I always do this. I've been doing this since years already. Now other people do it, not because of me, but because people just know that there's more, there's more energy. When you feel a tree, there's so much going on because they're so wise. They've been there for years. I mean, we, we just nourish each other. We live from each other's breath. It's true. And, and yeah, and scientists will tell you that, you know, scientists right. will tell you that, and there's all these books, The Secret Life of Trees, that right. talks about right. all the communication going on with mushroom life under Absolutely. underground communicating helping and all these networks that are going on that are symbiotic helping each other and what I was thinking it's interesting you say that hugging a tree and what I was thinking yesterday when I think about where our planet is uh, I think it's interesting that for whatever reason it is considered um, negative or not grounded or hippie if you love nature, why is that considered, <laughs> why is that bad? Why? And I, I just think, wow, it's so interesting that people have decided we are separate from nature. You're a tree hugger. You love nature. How yes. funny. How, how cute. That's cute. It, but it's true. Like, if you're feeling really upset or really sad, if you walk through the forest or you walk on the beach or you get some fresh air and you're in that, it neutralizes things right away. It really brings you back down to a state where you're not in a frenzy anymore or, or whatever you're feeling and we're so separate separated from nature especially when we're in big cities that people need those uh city parks and germany's great about that i that's what i think so amazing is in all the big cities you still have great parks that you can hang out and recharge you know yes, and uh so yeah. So anyways, when you're talking about healing and energy, like how can you not, they go together. I don't, I don't know how you could separate them. No. And this is the problem we have. We are separated from nature, from our world. We're just living for ourselves. Now, as we are in the moment that we're doing this interview, we are right in the COVID issue and we are even more about social distancing and we're moving more and more apart. And we're now afraid to touch. We are afraid to touch somebody because we could die. And uh, this is even make it worse. It's, it's, getting, it's moving us away from being one because in yoga we say we are all one. This is what actually is the basic also of Buddhism that there's no separation. There's no separation about nature, humans, animals. We are all one. This is one consciousness. And uh, we have to relearn that what we do has an impact and an effect of what is around us, first of all, our family, our children, and then our environment, of course. And we have to relearn this and to reconnect to, to these um, elements. And what helped me so much was forest yoga because we did this seemingly unimportant thing, activate your feet. And, and I thought, what is that? And if you suddenly start to feel your feet, you come out of these planets you're, you're in with your mind and what's going on. What did I say? Why didn't I say that? How did I react? I overreacted and blah, blah, blah. It's just like <sighs> causing anxiety. And suddenly Anna first said, feel your feet. And in the moment you feel your feet, you're just like, 
coming down again. Right, because your feet on the ground, right? Like that's so the earth. It's around the earth. Back from all these planets over there, right? Yeah, and, and it's not just mental because you have yeah. the idea of being in the present moment in so many philosophies, be in the present moment. Right. But that also means be in your body. Yes. Because sometimes people think, oh, the present moment in my head, the present moment of what my thought is right now. It's like, no, not just your mind. What's going on in your What's body? That? And that's right. such a great way to like bring you back into that yes. right away, right? Absolutely. And what I found out is when I feel my feet, I suddenly feel the earth. I wasn't very much into nature, flowers, trees. My mother totally. And she loves flowers. She loves trees. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. But this really connected me again to earth. And in the training, she made us touch the earth. There was a meditation we did that the power of the earth coming up, taking away emotions and nourishing the ground and what did she say about um, like Mother Earth? Yeah. Take our shit, shit like fertilizer and yeah. <laughs> and nourishes again. And it was just, how can she say that? But it's so effective. And it really helped me to connect to Earth. And there I understood there's something more going on down there. Because she always reminded us there are subcurrents, there's, there's water underneath, there are these minerals, these precious minerals over there. And there's so much energy going on. And I said, well, that's actually true. And how does it feel? And connecting more and more and more, I could feel this energy. I could touch it. From then, I took all these healing courses and to know more because I want to find out more. I had so many questions. And when I came to Theta Healing, for me, this was the answer to, to all my questions. And about new feelings because they, they created, they see us as, or she describes us as we were a computer. We may be running an old system that doesn't work for us anymore now because we are influenced by our ancestors. This can be about seven to 10 generations behind us. They took decisions they had to take in order to survive, which made sense for them then, but not for us now because we are not in war and uh, well, we're here at the moment, not in, at war. Uh, we don't have to, uh, our men do not go out fighting or shooting at somebody. And they, we, these decisions they took or the fears they had, we still carry them in our DNA. And we don't know why we are suddenly afraid or we are anxious because we carry this from our ancestors. There's no reason for it. And so what we do in Theta Healing is to find out why somebody is so anxious. And to feel it in your body and to remove this program, if you want to call it like this, in order to say it in modern words, to pull it out and to uh, replace it with something that makes sense for us now. And to give you an example, uh, you, we read a lot of abuse. We read a lot of um, emotional, physical abuse. Those people who have experienced physical abuse uh, as children, may not know how it is to feel loved or to receive love. They may not even be able to give love again and they may need a whole life in order to find these feelings and to find out how that is. And in a Theta Healing download, you download the feelings into the brain, into the whole body. So 
instantly you can learn how to feel this, how it is to feel loved. You just say, I want to know how it is and how it feels like to be loved. You download this and to give love. And this is totally new for people who were not able to do this because abused people may feel love, um, may think that or confuse love with being violent because of course they have been received love from whatever, maybe a family member, maybe a neighbor, what it is. And, and they thought, they think, well, this is the love that I deserve. And you carry this, your, uh, your life with you and don't know what to do with it. And you may choose your partner who is abusive with you, or you have friends who abuse you emotionally, mentally as well. And why are you attracting this? This is all coming from these roots. And um, I think this is a really interesting method, tool in order to heal these wounds. We remove trauma shocks. We look if there's a karma behind it because we are so spiritual and we work with karmas. <laughs> this is actually nothing so spiritual. It's just the cause, the law of cause and effect. What we do, what we send out, we will get it back. That's how it is. It's a law. And this is called karma and it looks all like yogic and all like India, but uh, it's just the law of cause and effect. And we can live under this law. We, we did something, our ancestors did, did something, and we still have this, about feeling guilty of what we did. Um, we have so many church stuff going on, actually, whether Catholics or Jews or wherever we come from. And we are sinners. We have to go to, uh, to a, how they're called, to a priest or to say what we have done wrong. And they will say, oh, you're a sinner and you will be tortured. You will, uh, there was a bonfire going on, blah, blah, blah. And we all have this fear. This also, this fear keeps us from connecting to these energies around us, to, to the energy above us, because we think this is all crap because they, they hate me, they judge me, they want to torture me. And that's why we say, I don't want to know anything about this energy because I'm, I'm really fearful. Once we connect, life is so much easier. It's, it's much easier because we, are, we have a higher vibration. I felt better. I felt a higher vibration. And I want to transmit this to others because I was anxious. I was depressed. And I was looking out of my window thinking, I've got the perfect dog, the perfect husband, the perfect son, perfect house, and I just don't want to go out. And I was crying just when I got up, thinking, what is wrong with me? And there's nothing wrong with me because we, we don't have money problems and my parents love me. Uh, what is wrong with me? And finding all these little fragments, what was wrong with me? There was nothing wrong with me. I right. had my feet. I had my fears and I had to yeah. work on them. I was courageous enough to look into their faces and not to run away and to blame others. Now, because this person is stupid, now because this happens, whatever, and uh, it's not my fault, it's never my fault. But when I start saying, why am I creating this actually? Yeah. Why am I attracting such people in my life? Why I do let them harm me? And then I can work on that. What, what does it serve me that that I let them hurt, hurt me. And this is really interesting and courageous to stand there and think about it. And I dare to say that we, we believe in past lives or we believe in an historic level, actually, that we may have lived several lives or that we are influenced by collective consciousness who believe in reincarnation in, in other lives. 
and we may be influenced there and I sometimes doubt that psychologists get there really about a karma about certain connections we have and I do feel that whatever's going on to make it a whole somebody's ill injured or whatever is to understand what is going on now it's fine to see a psychologist to see a doctor and look also what happened in that moment in your life when you fell ill what was going on were you desperate were you divorced um, or whatever happened this always influences you or us right and, and yes yeah no just you know continuing with the psychology as a psychologist and all that i feel that they have their place also and i also yes, think there are people that say i've been going to my psychologist for years and we're always working on the same things and it's like um to me that's a sign that that's that's the time to find a different way a different approach yes. or to go deeper because okay you found out that um, you're in abusive relationships a lot because that's what your parents showed you. And now what do you do with that? Like, like you mentioned earlier, there's a way to reprogram in a way so that you can get in touch and be like, okay, that was an old story. That was old stuff in myself and I'm ready to kind of let go of it. I've talked about it. I've analyzed it. I felt it. And now what? It's still there. So I feel like there's almost a progression sometimes um, when we really want to do that deeper healing. And the other thing I think is interesting is I want to go back to something you said about lower vibrations and lower energies. And so that we together can just explain to our viewers, like my idea is there are vibrational um, feelings and emotions that we have when we have different feelings. So like if you ask somebody, when you're feeling anger, where are you feeling that in your body? And what kind of energy is it? And same with depression. These are all the lower, the lower vibrational ones. And no one likes to feel depression or sadness or anger, even if they go to that as a automatic reaction, because it becomes their, their feelings that they're comfortable with. But if you were to say like, they're not, they don't like those feelings. Like it's uncomfortable because it's those lower vibrations. Whereas joy and excitement and all these are these higher ones where you actually in your body feel lighter you like that we seek it love. We, like know we want that love. right like, love. like humans want that like we tend yes. to try to avoid the negative stuff because our bodies want those higher if you want to call them that right and so if we look at spec the spectrum of emotions you can have easily feel in your body like i'm jealous and it's a yucky feeling and i don't like it like to me that's a lower vibration right but you can just think of it as people can think of it however they want but there is something you feel in your body when you feel jealousy it's your body feels it or when you feel in love or when you feel proud or the more positive right whatever if you want to talk about frequencies and things um even if they were to do neurological studies on these emotions, I'm sure they light up di different parts of your brain and show that something different is happening, right? So I'm sure that people that are scientific can easily be like, yeah, this type of emotion is triggered and does these type of things and releases these type of hormones in your body. And some of those become dangerous if you're always feeling this type of anger or stress or whatever, right? Like we know all these things now. And so this type of healing is just tapping into that 
in a way, but even going deeper. And like you said earlier, going to the root, you know, so like, so to give our viewers, can we just give like, um, like a, like a fake example, like for example, a hypothetical situation that maybe you will see as a therapist. So for example, if someone comes to you and they say to you, no matter what, I'm always um, bailing people out of trouble. Um, I'm the one people call. And um, I always feel like no one appreciates me. No one sees that I'm always this person that people count on. I've always been that person in my family that's in charge, that's responsible, that has that role. And um, so what's a hypothetical reason when you've worked with you know, different types of people, what might you find when you start asking this person questions? Of course, this, this feeling drained because we call it, or it's often called um, toxic people or vampire energies absorbing all our energy. Most of us know this because of people who always are needy and, and always want something from us, as you said. And we're feeling just like, I, I can't take it anymore. We're like empty of energy. We cannot give anymore. But if this is a pattern, if this happens a lot of times in the life, we have to see where was the first time it happened actually. And why, what do I take out of it? Because um, I always ask, uh, what did you learn of it? And it should be a positive thing. Um, it's one thing to pull out a program if you want to say it like this, and to um, install or download a new program that makes sense. But we have to know why did this happen and, and what, does it, what advantage do I have about feeling like uh, being drained or being, or let's take this example, about being drained. What, do, what advantage can a person have about being drained? And we all look at this person and say, nothing, of course, but this person may feel loved. When there's a lot of people coming saying, oh, can you help me? Oh, can you give me this? Can you give me money? Can you um, go with me to the doctor? Or can you go shopping with me? Can I have your car? And this person just, okay, okay, okay. Because this person is, is not able to set boundaries to say no. Because this person may think, when I set boundaries, they may stop loving me. So I have to give all the time, all the time, all the time. And, uh, or I'm unlovable. Sorry? Or if I don't do these things, then, I, then I'm not lovable. I'm unlovable. And in order for really? me yes. to get my yes, love, I have to keep doing these things or I will, not, I will not be loved. Definitely. It always depends on the case. We're just here generalizing. So right, anybody right. can have a different reason for it. It doesn't have to be this one because everybody's so different. And it can be, the origin can even be something that happened when, when this person was a child because most of our patterns, not all of them, are from our childhood. What happened with our mother, with our father? They usually, or we as parents, always try to do it right. But we don't because our children react in another way and they say, mom, why are you doing this? Mom, why are you doing that? And they've got uh, their issues then when they're an adult or when they're a teenager and it's based on that um, let me let me get you on an example about me and my son because it's the easiest. <laughs> I'm a therapist and I'm such a good healer and I'm the best mom in the world, but my son doesn't uh, agree to that. <laughs> he says that I'm a control freak and uh, that he feels insecure when when he does something. And he's 21 years now and he's still like, uh, I don't know if I do this right and. 
um, he says, Mom, it's, it's because of you. It's, it's because you always controlled me and you said, no, do it like this, do it like that. And, um, and I said, oh yeah, that's true. And then I can be a mom and say, well, I just do that because I know this is right. Or I can be a mom and say, okay, I'm the trigger of my son. What does it mean to him? What does it pre prevent him to do in his life? And why do I need to control him? Why do I need this? And I really had to sit down and face this. Uh, not saying that I'm guilty or that I did it wrong, but just understanding why am I like this? And in my case, it's just, I want to protect him. I want him to protect him from the evil outside. I want to protect him from traffic, uh, from teachers, from whatever's coming to our children. So it's based and on fear, I, right? That control is basically fear. just fear. Yes, the fear is that something can happen to him, so I have to protect him by control. And I have to work on myself to let this go and to let him be a person with his own personality and his own responsibility about what he's doing in his life. This was a huge step for me to look at this, to understand, to let go. But yeah, and that's amazing because I just last night I was reading something, uh, a quote from somebody that basically said that. They basically said, um, when you feel the need to control everything, you're living in fear. And when you live in fear, you feel that you have to control everything. And so it's this vicious circle. And the yes. only way out of it is love, which people are going to go, oh, what a hippie, love, blah, blah. But, love, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's basically saying control is fear. Feeling the need to control is out of fear. And feeling um, like you trust and you have faith is, up, is based on love. The, that trust, the, the, the trust in the unknown is only, can only be based on love. To, be, to trust that everything will be okay when it's unknown, right? Anyways, so it's just, it's just yeah, it's such a basic. Yes, I, I think it's really, uh, we need a lot of strength in order to step back out of a situation and look at it as a witness. We say that in, in yoga, be a witness of what is going on, be mindful. So this means um, I'm not a mom, I feel guilty, I want to defend myself and say I do this for this reason. No, I step back and see why am I doing this because I'm, I'm, I'm just, um, how do you say, I just, uh, I don't really let my son breathe with this. Yes, because yeah, yeah. Because he's feeling like that, I'm doing Suffocating, like he feels suffocated. Yes, and I have to step back and say why am I doing this? And I can of course say I do this and I'm right and, um, or I just work on myself, why do I have? Why, why, I'm, why, I'm, why am I afraid of losing my son? And behind all this can also be, he could die. Oh my God, what ha what's happening with the mom when, when the, the child dies? And this is really deep. Yeah. Not only about protection, behind all this is, my son dies. And this is something that made me cry. And it was the whole fear, he's, he's not with me anymore, he, he's gone. What, what's happening to my life when, when my child is not there anymore? And um, yeah, these are deep things to go to and to go through and to face. That's why I said at the beginning, it's courageous to do my yoga. It's courageous to look at yourself and, and feel and, and find out who you really are. Are you the person you, you see in the mirror? What's behind all these shields? And as we talk about love, about love, 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 so happy, it's actually what, what we mentioned before, the highest vibration. Right. If we were all in these vibrations, there would be 
there wouldn't be wars, there wouldn't be fights. Uh, it would just be fine yeah. here. Everything's yeah. great, so relieving. And if you feel loved and if you can love somebody, that's the greatest thing to do. And what I'm working on in my therapies is we, we carry so much anger, hatred, um, resentment with us. Uh, we can work on this by letting it go, by forgiveness. This is so hard because if somebody hurt you, you can't only just stand there and say, I forgive you, I forgive you. You have to work on what's going on. Why did this relationship go wrong? Or uh, if this was a business or this is a business partner, whoever that is who hurt me or who stole me money or whatever can happen, you have to work on forgiving. And if you forgive something, it's such a relief, but uh, somebody, um, but you have to go there. You can't just stand there and say, I forgive you. You have to work on it. You have to get there. And then you can visualize this person energetically. You can talk to this person energetically. That's an amazing process to let go. You will see even the other person react if you just close your eyes. And when you can let go by it, then after everything you said to this person, you did this and you hurt me. And after the whole process we did in a, in a therapy, but why this happened, uh, how does it affect you? What did you learn from it? And then you can just forgive. This is a big release in all these yes. negative emotions. And, and then you can let go of this whole story. This doesn't mean that you will be best friends or friends again with this person. Maybe not, maybe. But you can get, let go of the situation and this person as well, because energetically, we are connected to people who hurt us or who we hurt. Yes, exactly. I totally know what you mean. And I also feel that forgiveness can be such a cliche when people say forgive and forget. And it's like, well, I can't forget. I can try to forgive, but what does that mean really to forgive? And I feel like it's a total process. And you have to let yourself feel those feelings of hurt or betrayal. And I think also part of the process is acceptance. Like, because when, when you're so hurt and betrayed, one, I believe one part for me that's hard when, if I want to forgive somebody is just that feeling that I'm still having a hard time accepting that they did that. And when I can just say like, yes, this happened and I'm accepting that, that they did that and they had the reasons and I'll never know really what those reasons are and it hurt, but I'm okay. And whatever the process is that you need to go, then I feel like that forgiveness happens naturally. It's not a mental thing that you're actually saying, I forgive you just with your head. It, it actually was a process that you, you took your body through, that you felt maybe you need to cry it out a little bit. Maybe you need to be angry. Maybe you need to write a letter and not send it. Maybe there's all these things I feel that have to happen. It's to really feel that work. Do you agree with that? Like when you've, when you've had your own uh, ways I, of forgiving? I do agree. I had to work a lot of issues sometimes with one person because there was in one person many patterns shown up for me about letting this person hurt me, about letting betray me. And uh, so I did my, uh, yeah, my emotional work there. And when I finished this and I was in this forgiveness phase that I could connect to this person uh, energetically and forgive it was just like a big relief and what you said before about acceptance I don't know if I agree to this acceptance I understand what you mean because if somebody is not 
ready to forgive, it's okay to say, I accept, or I put peace on it, because it's not forgiveness, but this is just putting peace on a situation, on a person, helps you to soften everything. But work, still working on forgiveness uh, is very, very important. And to know, mm, as you said, I cannot forget, or I, I, I may not accept it, then it is, I will look at, why can't you accept it? What, what is going on there? What was in your life that you did not accept or that you, you, have, you are not accepting at the moment? And um, these are very deep roots and about not wanting to forgive. And there's a lot going on actually in, in our little body, in our little brain. And there are so many programs, so many things in there. And it's so interesting because I often work on, the, on similar problems or issues with people and they're so different in, in yeah. each one of them. And it's so amazing how, how they change. There are people who notice major changes. Others need some time to notice changes because it's not like, sometimes it's not like taking a pill and everything disappears. Sometimes there's a process going on. I had people who um, came with a tumor in their um, womb and they just want, went out of my uh, therapy and were healed. And they went to the doctor, they had to undergo a surgery and the doctor said, it's gone. And they called me and said, thank you. And I said, oh my God, <laughs> I didn't know that this person had a tumor. She was, uh, the client was with me because of her asthma problem. She was coughing all the time. So she felt better afterwards. And uh, I did the healing. And uh, then she called me afterwards. She said, by the way, you also healed my tumor. Wow. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's good. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. You know? yeah. and there are other people who come with other issues, uh, like having trouble with, with the boss, with colleagues. And the energy has to move. Because I may see that this person should stop working at this or change the work or, or do something more creative or do something that resonates with this person. But this person needs some time that the, all the energy settles down and it, she or he can take the decision to, ch to change the job and to say no to the boss or to the colleagues because there's bullying going on or whatever or they, are, they feel they're not paid enough and they need to take the decisions. They usually don't walk out of my, um, from my therapy and say the next day, I'm not going back to work. This is all a process. So it takes some time that this energy is changing, that the universe is, uh, is, is shifting energies. And it's beautiful to see the energies it does. It's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, very and then, yeah, and one thing I want to just let people know is, um, because I find like when you're talking about the downloads, it's very similar to a lot of other types of um, therapies that you can read about, about positive affirmations, right? And so like, for example, I've done a lot of work with you. And then at the end, we might um, download or talk about some kind of phrase in the positive. So I know what it is. I now know what it is like to be loved. I know what it is to be appreciated. I know what free will is. I have free will to choose who I help. I have free will to choose um, these type of things. We were, these are positive affirmations. And so a lot of people, it's like, some people have prayer, right? And you have some people that write positive affirmations down. And then you have the theta healing, which is more of a guided where you are helping the person clarify, like, let's make this 
download this affirmation so clear, right? That mm-hmm. we're going to help, you know, change patterns. And um, I find this really powerful that, yeah. that uh, we can do these type of things. And so when you're doing those type of things, like for yourself, um, do you, can you do this? For yourself, or if you want some kind of theta healing, do you go to someone that is your teacher or your colleague? Like, how are you, how do you do it? Can you just, since you know what to do, can you do it with yourself or not? I'm usually working on myself. Sometimes there are programs we love so much, we don't want to let go. (laughs) That's how it is. There may be, we sometimes feel comfortable in our own misery and we cannot let that go because we know how that is. We feel comfortable. We, um, if we step out of it, it's a change. And sometimes something holds us back from doing positive changes because there's something really deep. And now as I'm more into it since many years, I'm working on my own. But uh, actually, I often ask my son. My son has psychic abilities because there are um, a lot of rainbow children now out there, crystal children, indigo children. They have psychic abilities. And what I found out about three years ago is my son has them. It happened from one minute to another that he suddenly woke up and said, Mom, I'm seeing this and this and I'm going crazy. And as I was on this, or as I'm on this path, I could help him. And uh, I could understand him. I didn't say you're crazy. Because if a normal mom wakes up and the son says, I can see this now and I can see that and I can perceive where... They're just, oh my God, I have to get taken to a psychologist or doctor or whatever, and they will drug them. Yeah. Those, those children usually become ad- addictive or, um, yeah, they take drugs or they, they just get in close and all they start, start playing online games to not go outside. And this is if you don't know how to, to treat them. And I knew that. I took him to a theta healing course, actually, to learn from my teacher and uh, in order to show him what to do with that. And everybody in this course was just amazed that there was, he was the youngest there. He was 18 then. He was 18. He was totally, threat. he felt threatened. He felt fear. He said, well, what, what can I do there? Because they're all so old. <laughs> they're all 30 or 40. And he was the one who saw everything, who found out. So everybody, when it was about grab a partner, do your work, everybody wanted to grab my son and work with him because he could see everything. And it was amazing. And so when I had something I could not find, I said, Noah, could you come for a moment and, and look at this? And okay, mom, and he just closed his eyes and, and he sees that immediately, what's going on with me or with another person. And I decided in that moment also that I want to work with these children who feel they are not in the right place. They don't feel like home. Uh, and they feel abandoned here left alone and being in a, being an outsider. Yeah. Because they don't dare to tell anybody about what they feel, what they see, because they are afraid of, of being, um, well, left, left by side. Yeah. And uh, they have to know that they are special. And we learned at Theta Healing that now there are a lot of children born here on earth to Raise the vibration. I know this sounds hippie, this sounds freaky, but we have low vibrations here and we can feel them right now in all this COVID 
everything, the panic, the fear, and um, all these news, and we're just like, oh my God. And we have to raise these vibrations to come up to love, and we, we cannot go deeper. We have to rise up. And I think the consciousness of the people is waking up and people are opening up to more things now, to be more receptive to energy, whatever that is for somebody. Maybe somebody says, my chakras are my energy. Or I've got crystals or whatever. This is the first step. And then find out more what it is. And, and I've got this amazing son who... Um, who tells me so much about the things that I'm reading. I'm, I've got so many books I'm reading about Theta Healing and they explain what is happening in, around us, actually. And my son, I must say now, I know I'm his mom, I love him, but he doesn't read books. <laughs> I know he did not read my books, <laughs> but he told me the same thing which were written in my books, that he saw this, that he perceived this, how he understood this. And he even told me more. And I was just, oh my God. And he does not work in this. He does not want to work in this. Oh. It's just happening. It's just right. happening. That's interesting though. So like he doesn't, he has those abilities and he's, but he doesn't want to, like he doesn't want to help young kids or anything like that. Like he doesn't want to really. Well, if, if somebody would ask him, he definitely would do it. And he's, uh, he's now a socorista. We live in Spain. He's working for the Red Cross in, at the beach. He is the house of Baywatch. <laughs> David has a lot of life. <laughs> we remember him from our generation. And uh, he wants to save people. So it's, it's another thing. He wants yeah. to save people physically. He wants to be there. He wants to help. And he loves that. He wow. loves it totally. And uh, yeah, I'm totally proud of him. And, and I'm happy for him that I was able to see this, that he's not a freak. And that, that I could assure him that he doesn't have to be afraid of what he sees, what he perceives. And uh, yeah, that's so. If you out there have a child like this, contact me. And or if you are a child <laughs> who feels like this, or a yeah. person, I can help you. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you for sharing all of these um, things with us, your thoughts about everything and this type of healing, and also sharing your stories as, as well about yourself and your son. Pleasure that you asked and, me. Yeah, and I, you know that I've been helped so many times with Theta Healing with you, so um, that's really why I wanted to share this with people is because I've been working with you for, for several years now, six years or five or six years now about on so many things that I don't even know what half of them were anymore because they're pretty much healed. And so then I just call you when the next thing comes up. <laughs> so, you know, there's always something. And um, I feel that, yeah, you're the greatest person for this. I have so much trust and feel so comfortable. Thank you, feel so comfortable. Like I can just be myself and uh, there's zero judgment. And that's so important when you're working with somebody on personal vulnerable issues you know you just want to feel like okay I can say what I want and it's going to be okay you know so yeah thank, thank you. you so much and who knows maybe we'll bring you back on again for some talks about other things maybe we'll get into specific topics at one point uh, maybe we'll have viewers that want to ask questions and we'll be able to talk about those things so stay tuned people who enjoyed this you will be able to find uh, how to contact Katya and learn more about Theta Healing on our website. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Amy.